Hello and welcome to Northside Now. This is the podcast where your three lovable hosts take you on a tour through all of the ministries and the latest happenings around Northside Church to keep you better connected with your church family. I'm one of your hosts, Patrick, and with me as always are my two co-hosts, the illustrious Glenn Miller and the enigmatic man of mystery, Kevin Bryant. What's up, guys? What's happening? Hey. What is happening? Crackalacking. <laughs> I know that it's getting more crowded in our space around Earth. We've talked uh, a lot about all that stuff, but there's a, a fact that I saw this week, and uh, you know this will change as, as soon as I say it. It's going to be <laughs> a, a probably incorrect, but um, that SpaceX has launched this year a rocket every nine days about the, oh, wow. that's the way the uh from the number of launches they've had and the time span so it's not wow. actually quite like that sometimes it's closer sometimes yeah. it's farther apart but welcome to the future the skies are getting crowded folks <laughs> they are and all we used to have was lightning bugs to play with <laughs> but you know it still is safer to fly than to was it walked across the street or drive or something that yeah. fact used to be in my brain but no longer <laughs> So, yeah, um, summer flew today, uh, or as we're recording this today, she went down to Texas to visit her sister and all of that. And she was, um, just talking about the airports are a little more, a little busier and stuff. Opening up, yeah. Everybody talking and moving around for the summer. Well, my friend, uh, who is in Papua New Guinea trying to make her way back, um, is encountering some issues. They're, they've got uh, positive COVID tests. Oh, no. Um, they feel okay, but they're still registering as positive. And so some of the, the various airlines, because it's a pretty challenging trip from there to here. Oh, many, yeah. Many hops yeah. and different airlines and all that stuff. And so um, they're having challenges with each airline's specific requirements. And so maybe they got so far but then they're turned around because they have a positive test and oh, just no. all this stuff. So they're encountering some challenges, but um, air travel is is at least opening up and, and it's easier to, to get to the places that we need to go. Wow. As we're recording this, we did here recently, Patrick, and uh, we did a fire pit thing back here on a Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. And that was really fun. That it was. was good to see people again. It was a good crowd. and Yeah. And we had s'mores and got to play with some fire. That's always fun. Fire. <laughs> and the uh, some of the band and people and stuff from the church got together and did a kind of a bluegrassy set. Nice. It was good. Except we didn't have. Is it bluegrass if you don't have a banjo? No. Yeah, it was just acoustic. Thing. It was just acoustic. Don't you have to have a mandolin to do? Yeah, when you when you take the mandolin and the banjo out, yeah. it's just. <laughs> and why don't we? If you're listening to this and you go to Northside. And you play banjo. Where are you? Where, Where are, are you? you? <laughs> Why are you not here? We need you. And nothing like a little banjo music in the summertime. All right. My dad used to play. I know. Uh, I know. Where is he? Why is he not Tommy playing? Tommy Cagle plays a little bit, didn't he? He used to. I, I don't know if either of them have played in years. but. <laughs> okay, so if you're listening to this, we're going to encourage them all to have a special solo at some point. Yep, we could do a dueling banjos. I need some dueling banjos. That would be so fun. A little banjo music for a Sunday morning. Be, be kind of cool. All right, here we go. I, I found 
the exact information. So between uh, train, car, boat, motorcycle, bus, and air, the safest is air. Okay. The least safest is what? Probably say driving car. Like just a car. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Really? Walking? Nope. That wasn't on the list. <laughs> Boating. But boat's the second worst. Okay. The worst is motorcycle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, makes yeah. a lot of sense. See, I was, that's the one that I thought, but I was like, okay, the way he's asking this, it's going to be a trick <laughs> question. So I'm a man of mystery. But yeah, that's, uh, and, and boat would include cruise ships as well. Gotcha. Okay. So. Well, speaking of modes of transportation, here at Exit 82, they've been working on it forever. And I have noticed something new when they restriped it. They added a bicycle lane. Oh, did they? On Highland, there's a bicycle lane uh, coming from huh. Ridgecrest to almost here at the church. Uh, it goes just to the other side of Farmington. So, so. you can only ride your bicycle <laughs> for about know. 200 feet. Then Through you're a very dangerous intersection, including <laughs> that, an interstate. That's well, I will yeah. tell you, you have to be really brave to do that. I mean, I have to be brave to drive through that in a car. I mean, with all the lines that they painted. Yeah. It, it, I, every time I drive through, of course, it's still new, but um, it's like, am I really in the right lane or not? I'm I think you should have done sure. it like a airport runway and have blue lights going this way and yellow lights going this way and, you know <laughs> at be night awesome. it'd be kind of cool looking <laughs> that'd be awesome but yeah a bicycle lane that's pretty cool i don't it's kind of a weird spot for what i think but yeah i don't know i mean i see that a lot and i think it's good for yeah, i'm not as much of a bicycler as as i used to be and it's it's easier in bigger cities where sometimes it's hard to travel with car um, yeah it's it's pretty easy by bike but um i it, it has to have some sort of national regulation or something, right? Where oh, transportation yeah, so. is allotted sure. for those things to, to be a part of. And I don't know, maybe you get incentives or something to put them in, but. Well, there are quite a few bikers in our area mm -hmm. and there is no, to my knowledge, of course, I'm not one of them, but just where I watch them, I mean, out by your house, they go up and down yes. that Windy country City road. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's dangerous. I, I, that is not a good place to ride. I would think, but they, they hit it up. So maybe it's the best of what we have around us. So, well, you're not supposed to do it on, uh, us highways. I don't think interstates for sure. Know, you're yeah, not interstates supposed for to. Sure, but I don't <laughs> well, know people do things was. they're not supposed right, to right. <laughs> understood, but yeah, we're non-motorized vehicles aren't supposed to be on the interstate. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but if you're a, a cyclist and you're prepping for a 50, hundred mile race or whatever it is, where can you do that? You've got to be creative. I know, yeah. And, and I know that they, the, the folks that are in that sport know just from themselves, well, here's a, here's a, um, you know, a 50 mile route. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stuff. That's like when that, you but. just get your uh, Peloton and you set it up in the living room. <laughs> Peloton. Yeah. That's not as uh, dangerous as that's uh, right to me. It's a little, <laughs> and cause you have dogs chase you and all kinds of things, oh, yeah. you know, that, you have birds, deer come out of the uh, woods and run you over. I know. It's just, I don't know. Have you seen those that. videos like uh, with, with folks that have their helmet cams, motorcycles. And oh, stuff. Yeah. People, yeah. And oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Out. And what, what bothers me the most are the ones that the 18 wheelers have them. And man, that's just so scary. Oh yeah. Be careful out there, folks. That's right. <laughs> Goodness that's gracious. Right. We need, we need you here. So don't, don't be doing silly things on the, on the byways. So Patrick, we're make the countdown is on. So how how is wedding prep going? It's going. We're prepping. <laughs> it sounds so exciting. I know. <laughs> Every day we're a little closer. 
It's just, I mean, once we get there, it's going to be what it's going to be. It's just a little stressful until then. <laughs> nah. Getting It'll all the little, the little details put in place. It is definitely wedding season. I mean, last couple of weekends, there's been weddings and everybody's yeah, right. anniversary showing up on Facebook and stuff. Everybody's celebrating. It is it is full-blown wedding season it right is. now. So. Folks from this church, for sure. Yeah, we connected a lot to of the church this yeah. year. So, pretty cool. And... You know, maybe if you've been to Northside here recently, or if you've been watching live stream, you've noticed we have the baptistry. Yep, and uh, lots of lots of baptisms going on as yeah. well. Northside's so, hot tub. So weddings and weddings and and baptisms, kind of the mark of our summer this year. So kind of fun stuff. Yeah. Patrick, you've enjoyed uh, getting that ready. It takes a little bit of time, a little it does. bit of effort to get get that ready. But it's yeah. not a big deal. <laughs> no, it's not too bad. So. I'm assuming it really can't be transported full. No, no, no. It's just way too heavy. You have to, yeah, you have to drain it. And I've not seen a mobile one like that before, so it's pretty neat. It has a heater in there. It does, but it takes like uh, at least uh, four hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't remember and, exactly. But. And it's not like warm, warm, even no. at that, I don't think. I think it's just tolerable. Yeah, so you're lukewarm at so you're not getting into like freezing cold water. It's not the Arctic challenge. <laughs> I don't remember super clearly in my baptism. We did. It used to be, uh, what's that church over there? This was actually in Jackson. It was the one on oil well, the, the community church that... ECC? ECC. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that it was heated. I don't remember it being heated, but they had the baptistry and we used it over there. Um, but I was just going to say, was your baptism heated or not heated? Do you remember where you sprinkled, well, dunked, I was, anything like that? I was sprinkled. I don't really remember. It was Got before it. I was conscious. But <laughs> it was. It would have been cold water at that point. I'm sure. Ew. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was sprinkled twice. I was one of the those first time that, didn't take. The first time well, didn't take. You had to. <laughs> I was one of those that, as an infant, was baptized, and it was yeah. back when the church called those blessings or dedications or christenings right right and then i was baptized again through confirmation mm -hmm. and different <laughs> different day i guess sure. back then so sure. but, uh, but yeah so i was twice and it was sprinkled sprinkled both got it and i don't know to me the water has never just been ultimately super important and it was never just a uh, it's interesting yeah, the water doesn't really matter in a baptism. <laughs> well, yeah, but the, the fact that we, we put so much energy and fight in yeah. denominations and other stuff about the importance of the water. Yeah. It's, you know, I jumped on the strangely warmed Holy Spirit yeah. moving. And we recently went through Pentecost, and that's, um, you know, just the, the movement of the Spirit kind of being a, a burning sensation inside of your mm -hmm. life and urging you forward. I, I just, I don't know, I jumped on that train pretty early in my life. I, I mean, I think that's totally right. Yeah, obviously, the water is something that um, is a is a symbol, mm -hmm. no oh, yeah, question. Um, you know, Jesus' baptism involved water. Sure. And just because he w was baptized a certain way, I don't, I think you're right. It, it's not necessarily about that. That's an important part of it. I think symbols are, are pretty powerful and important yeah. for us, but um, it's really the inward change that we're talking yeah. about here. Yeah. You know? Can someone be baptized without water? Hmm. I would say, I, I would say yes. I think so. Cause isn't yeah. it the Holy spirit anyway? I mean, yes, yeah. yes, I would definitely say, I, I mean, would definitely say water's not what gets you to heaven. That's no. right. <laughs> so, and and the reason, the reason I, uh, 
was the day that I heard men and women fighting over when Jesus was baptized, the depth of the Jordan River. Really? Well, no, he was dunked. It was never that deep ever. And, and you know, oh, well, he had stood there and they just kind of poured water. He just sit there and he kind of ducked his head in it. So many different things. And when I actually heard an argument, <laughs> I said, you know what, folks? If we don't, it's like, what is the eternal significance of we this? Are, like, we are messed up, you know? Well, because even John John said that, right? Yeah. yeah I baptized you with water. Uh, there's one coming who will baptize you with fire. Totally right. And Pentecost, totally right. bam, you know, there yep. we go. So, yeah, I, goodness, we just, we, we major on the wrong things well, so often. You know, and I've, I've had this discussion many times. Why do we do that? Oh, well, we want to be right, right? Of course. Well, it's, yeah, it's our humanness in, in mm. every single case. It's, it's something we think is important. We're kind of missing the point. Yeah, so many issues are that way. And that's really sad. I, I often wonder, you know, what, what our Lord thinks about that when he sees that happening. Oh, yeah, he must just... Well, if we, if we didn't have that stuff to argue about, we'd have to like focus on the real things and how I know, you know, right. Yeah. Like look at that person. The hard stuff. Yeah. They're, they're hungry. Let me go over there and help them. Well, no, well, no, we got to figure, we got to figure out baptism first. We got to finish, we got to finish fighting about this and, um, you know, things like serving widows and, and things in scripture that we forget that we're told pretty sternly we need to be about and. You know, we, we tend to think, well, but that's okay, but let me go do this. This looks better. This is more glamorous. Yeah. Uh, we have to argue about styles of worship before we can yeah. actually. And, you know, you want to really blow someone's mind, and worship doesn't have to be in a building. It doesn't have to include music, and it doesn't have to include preaching. It doesn't have to include anything, any of that. Worship does not have to have those things a part of it. I probably just made someone turn off this whole podcast <laughs> because I said that. Is this podcast worship? Could be. I hope that it is, Could be. Yeah. you know, in, in everything we do, we do, it's supposed to be for the glory of the Lord. Yeah. And so I hope that we approach everything we do with the spirit of. These are the stimulating questions we ask <laughs> on the side now. <laughs> well, they're good. They're great questions to ask and they're great things to remind us that so often the things that we do get just so mired, mired up about. Yeah. yeah. It's just not worth it, you know? And again, Reminded, we talked a little bit several episodes ago about The Chosen. And if y'all watched the, the latest episode of the second season, five. Yep. Uh, I've gotten stuck on episode five of the first season. I was trying to watch it with one of my kids, and then we had some stuff that derailed our normal schedules. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I'm stuck there. But I, I I want to go forward, but I want to go forward with them watching too, just because... We had some discussion early on, and, and all of us here in, in this room have talked about it, but um, just how different it makes us think about what maybe it was like mm-hmm. yeah. in the relationships and, and understanding them differently than maybe we had before. And that makes for great conversation to well, explore that. And in this latest episode, not to ruin it for you, Kevin, or anybody else, but they do some things with Mary Magdalene at the end of the episode that... Mm-hmm has created lots of conversation oh, really? <laughs> about, about her role and things and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and so, but they're really, it's open-ended. They're not hundred percent sure where it's going completely, but um, it sure does make you question because it, and they admit it's not what they're doing with her right now is, was not in scripture. It's not mm. painted in scripture, mm. but so, 
it'll be interesting to see, you know, or is that going to be something that one of those things that people get stuck on and want right. to fight over? Are they going right. to stay with the message that's, that's being ultimately portrayed? So when I, I did, uh, my daughter sent me something, uh, yesterday, um, you, you guys may be familiar and I'm not endorsing anything, but the, the conversation, uh, it's a talk at the red table or something like that with, uh, oh, Jada, Pinkett Jada Pinkett Smith, Smith yeah. and mm. Willow and, and their mom and oh, various people. Don't get me started. And, <laughs> but the, and, and that's really not the point here is there was another conversation about, um, race relations in the mm, country. Mm, mm. And I know, I don't necessarily want to get into that particularly, but I know that it's, it's polarizing yeah. conversation in our country and has been since the beginning of our history. Right. But one of the things that was brought up and I'll frame it in this context is, is similar to our mental health conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, when we become afraid to talk about it and to have real honest conversations, that's when something's not right. Yeah. We, we should be able to try at least to have those conversations because if we don't, our perspectives never change. Yeah. Our was, thoughts never change. Say. Nothing will yeah. ever have an opportunity to change unless we discuss it. And I think the the most, some of the most meaningful conversations that I've had and really challenging and maybe convicting for me is having conversations around some of our, our strongest divisions as Christians mm. And not necessarily that um, we should be looking for a fight and going into a, you know, that kind of a conversation, but there are differences. There, sure. Definitely differences. And I think the more that I've had conversations about them, it really comes down to misunderstanding. Mm. It comes down to um, just an unwillingness to have an open mind. And, and so I'm encouraging for myself for me to not shy away from those conversations as much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know feelings get hurt and that's uh, hopefully not intentional in, in good, healthy conversations. But if we don't talk about it, then we, nothing really will ever no change. Yeah. Exactly. You can't move forward unless you address the issue. Because let's be honest, we, we grew up with our, the way we grew up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Makes big our ideas come from our personal experience. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, a shared experience with someone else, we probably won't understand anything about where they're coming from unless we hear from them. Yeah. Totally. And, and how can you do that without a conversation? Yeah. Well, it's just like we recently did a donkey talk episode and we started it off talking about just how different people talk and use different language and different words and right. accents. And, and it recently had a, you know, conversation in a store with a girl who called a water hose, a garden hose a water pipe and it's a garden hose, you know, pipes, rigid hose yeah. is not, <laughs> but she just grew up in another piece of the world, you know, and that could have been such a polarizing thing of what I wanted to purchase at this place was right. a garden a ho- hose holder, you know, and she's a, hose like, pipe. a pipe holder or yeah, a hose pipe. And now, you know, but we get so, it's so what we were talking about was that versus, you know, was there a Southern, Ga- Southern Galilee, you know, <laughs> You know, did they speak a little different? You know, did they not like the Samaritans just because they had an accent? You know, yeah, right. (laughs) You know, that's the that's the thing. Um, But there, I know there, I know there was ultimately more and more part of that. But that's how that's how feeble we are, you know, mentally and emotionally, and have always been. It's not a this is not something brand new Mm -hmm. to us to the world. Well, and the thing I think about too um, is that. 
as humans, we're so short-sighted and uh, God is totally not short-sighted. I mean, he can obviously focus in on specifics, but his plans are so much bigger and greater that we can't even imagine what they're like. We, uh, I don't know if you've heard of, um, I think it's a, it's a book, uh, series, uh, dinner with a perfect stranger. Mm. Um, they made it into a movie a few years ago, or actually a couple of movies because we, I think we might've gotten it from the church library or something, but, um, we watched, or one of my daughters watched that and I watched it with them. And it, the, the real, the concept is that this, uh, person who's sort of struggling with, um, faith and religion and how all that fits and is it for her and all that kind of stuff gets invited to a dinner with someone she is, is told it's Jesus, but she doesn't believe that and whatnot. And it just goes through a lot of different perspectives of how, how faith really actually works. And of course it's written by humans and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, but it it really challenged me to think about, okay, why do I do the things I do? And, um, it was, I I thought it was a really good, um, way to explore that and to consider from a different point of view that Mm -hmm. maybe I'm wrong on stuff. Yeah. And what would that mean if, if I'm wrong on stuff? And, And again, it points you back to what are the truths we know? Right. You got to hang on to those truths. There's biblical basis for should be for, for what we do. And, um, yeah. So anyway, I, I always for myself try and challenge myself to think, uh, openly and broadly and, and perhaps be challenged and think differently. And we can't be like this where like, oh, I'm glad Kevin admitted that he could be wrong because <laughs> I know I'm not, you yeah, know, right. that's the problem too. Then we run into that person yeah. like, oh, my way is the only way. And, you know, and that's, you know, and sometimes those are our politicians and sometimes there are parents and sometimes mm-hmm. there are kids. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, but the reality of it is, is remold me, make me, yes, create in me a new heart. You know, you are the potter. I am the clay. Yep. You know, you are the shepherd. I am the sheep. It's the, uh, it's the thing of us surrendering, mm-hmm. having the courage to surrender to a God who loves us in such an incredible fashion that, that, uh, he will take care of us and he mm-hmm. will watch over us. But, you know, we, we are pretty individualistic and mm. pretty rugged. Want to do our thing. Yep. Yep. So. Always are. Always will be. It's our humanness, I guess. Yeah. Well, Patrick, what do we have uh, in the hopper for things to do that gets people together and starts talking about moving together as a church? And Well, we had a lot of stuff, and now we're about to have not a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, kind of until August. <laughs> and, and the normal Northsider is probably going, what is he talking about? It's June about to be. And oh, I know, right? Green sheet month, but... Green sheets are going to be a different time yep. of the year this year. We're going to do those in August this year. So, so yeah, same thing. It's like normally we'd be doing the youth musical right now. Well, yeah. that's that's been pushed back as well. So it's at a time when we we're normally like covered up with stuff. It's uh, we're actually like getting into summer a little earlier than normal. Well, and a lot of those things, it takes a lot of effort planning and preparing those things early on. Right. Yeah. Even even something you're like a green sheet, you just print it off. No, it's a little more involved with yeah. that. So. Um, so we do have some things coming up this summer, but there will be a few of the traditional things that you're used to that will be a little bit later. 
so we can have them done properly. We do have a couple of things. The next thing that I have on my list is June 5th, the Saturday, is the K through second grade uh, field day outside behind oh, yeah. outside yes. behind the gym and in the gym. Yes. Uh, so if you got K through second grade graders, come out and have a good time. The next day, June sixth, that Sunday, there is a Stephen Ministry information meeting uh, in room three hundred one. So if we we did a podcast on the Stephen Ministry, which if you haven't listened to that, go back. That's got a lot of good information too, but. Uh, we're having an information meeting at two o'clock in room 301 on June 6th. So if you're interested in learning more about Stephen ministry, I would recommend going and checking that out. Um, let's see. What else do I have? June 12th is the third through fifth grade field day. The next Saturday. Cool. June 12th. Um, that is also at 10 o'clock behind the gym. And then the 13th, is when Pastor Don's deciding to leave us. And <laughs> <do> you say that? <laughs> sorry, that, that, he's up and out of here. A little, a little callous. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not bitter or anything. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> well, he he's really retiring, so that'll be fun for him. Yeah, we're happy for him. Transition to what comes next. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess the next thing I have isn't until July 12th. Which is VBS. And so that's a big thing. That is a big thing. If you want to help out with that or you still want to sign your kid up, you can go to our website, Northside Jackson, and click on the VBS link and get signed up for that. That's to help our, out with. That's our first big thing. Yeah. Uh, really. Our first really big mm-hmm. church-wide big thing that's that's happening. Yeah. And there's another big thing coming up. And when I announced this at the 9 o'clock service here, it's going to be a couple of weeks or more. I almost got a standing ovation. I was surprised whenever people were clapping oh, back yeah. to me. And and uh, we got another group that's getting back together. Yeah, I guess I probably should mention this. My dad will be happy. Yeah. <laughs> the choir is meeting again. I know. So that's cool. That's exciting. People are happy about that. And and, and, the, and the, the good news about that is all along, we have been told that the choir would be one of the last things to kind of mm-hmm. come back online. Yeah. yeah. And we're doing one of the last things. So it's really a sign that we're kind of yeah. getting back to normal. Yeah, that's exciting. So, so. it's over? Don't, I don't know about don't that. Don't jinx we're, it. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. Now it's not. Thanks, Kevin. You oh, ruined yeah. it for all of us. <laughs> it's all because of me. <laughs> well, it does sound like it's definitely better. And, yeah. and you know, there, there are people talking about it's getting, you know, that word is being used even yeah. in the national broadcasting zones and right you know i always wondered who would who would be the one to say all right that was fun it's done let's do something else yeah so yes it is but yeah closer the choir's back that's great they meet on wednesday nights at seven o'clock yeah i believe you're right i believe i'm right seven o'clock on wednesday nights so if you want to sing along with them they'd be glad to have you oh yeah yeah the more the merrier yeah that'll be fun well, you were mentioning the kid things a while ago, and we we do this about once, or you know, just only it's seasonal. You know, you remember the little colored pop ice popsicle things that you would have oh, in the yeah. freezer? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those things, you know, we have them for the kids and stuff. So every summer we buy a box of them, and it's so nice to walk in there and grab one. But my question is, because I saw this on, it's been across the socials here lately, which color was your go-to color when you 
saw the pop ices or the flavor mm. ices out there. And what was your go-to color when they were laid out in front of you? Orange. Orange. Grape. Grape. I, I was a red guy. See, I didn't like red. See, I liked I liked all of them, but uh, yeah, I was fixing to say I didn't really discriminate. I, I kind of <laughs> liked all of them. If it was there, you had it. That light blue one is not uh, is my least favorite. But see, what that was a late addition, wasn't it? Yeah, didn't I think it used so. to be like red, green, purple, yellow? Oh, I think or yellow orange. Was, it was orange. Yellow, orange, orange. It was, it was orange. orange. Yeah, it was red, orange, yellow, green. Didn't they blue. have a, like a lemon flavor though, like the yellow? Now it's like banana know. or something. I don't something. think it, no, it's not, it's, it's they, more like they a green apple or something. Now, but yeah, yeah, lemonade or I something. I just don't remember those. I just remember grape, lime, orange, and strawberry. Yeah, I it guess. was lime, but, not lemon, I don't think. Oh, well. But <laughs> now did they, you know that a lime great. is a lemon? <laughs> a lime is a lemon? Is that right? Is yeah. it a lemon family? Tell me all about that. They're, they're the same thing. It's just one's more ripe than the other. Really? Yeah. Google it. I never knew. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I never knew. You might be about to witness the first fight. <laughs> I never knew. So, I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> is a lime a lemon? Uh, just for folks out there, everybody has their device out and they are quickly tapping with their thumbs. This is a new segment. It's called Proof Patrick Wrong. <laughs> All right, I well, like this it. This is what it says. So when lemons are fully ripe and ready to be picked, they're a bright and vibrant yellow, while limes are more commonly green. If you leave a lime on a tree until it's completely ripe, it will be oftentimes turned yellow, which is why some people think that limes are just unripe lemons. They are not. Okay. See? <laughs> you know what that was? Huh. I told you so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was like, what? And that's been our first segment of Proof Patrick Wrong. <laughs> I mean, next week, he's going to be in here trying to make Kevin believe that Pluto's not a planet. Or that Dogecoin actually exists. Yeah, really. No, yeah, I fight for Pluto. <laughs> it was messed up. Pluto didn't deserve it. Well, that. I had never heard that. That's the reason I was like, I, I mean, it's like the very first time someone told me a tomato's a fruit. Yes. yes. And I lost my mind for a second. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we were having this conversation the other day. All of the veggies on Veggie Tales, well, except for the asparagus, they're all fruit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. should be fruit tales. It should. <laughs> exactly. Tales, tales of the well, fruit. Well, the peas. The two, the main, peas the two main characters are a cucumber and a tomato, which are both technically both fruit. Have seeds <laughs> yeah. and, yes. and grandpa grapefruit and... Yeah. What about the asparagus, though? <clears throat> the asparagus are like the only vegetables. And the peas, the little pea guys. What about yeah. carrot? Is it carrot? There yeah, is I a guess carrot. So, it's there. Is there a carrot? Can we prove Patrick wrong again? Yeah. <laughs> but all the I berries. Like segment. You're all right, the berries are, yeah. I like the segment. We should keep it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, it should it should be called fruit and veggie tales. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring to it, I guess. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. So did you guys do anything uh for Memorial Day? Well, we um we were here for church and um, celebrating, and then we did go up the river and spend time with family. And um, we didn't talk about it before it actually happened. This, you know, it's coming out after, but um, I kind of wanted to, you know, maybe see kind of if you guys have traditions. I know Glenn, you come from military background. Mm -hmm. If if there's anything you wanted to kind of say about that, about why we celebrate, and or maybe celebrates the wrong word. We remember. Yeah, we right? remember. Well, and it is remembering those who, who gave their lives for us. It's not a Veterans Appreciation Day. It's mm -hmm. not. And I think a lot of people who have served 
and just a lot of people in general, I think, are starting to, let's get these holidays that we celebrate or that we remember in the right places. Right. You know, and it's not, you know, Memorial Day is for those, it's not, it's for those who are not here. It's not so that you can go to Lowe's if you're a veteran and get your 10% discount. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. And so, um, and, and veterans will tell you that, you know, that they're not interested in that. You know, they do like to be appreciated. There's no doubt. But, you know, and and while we're talking about that, remember that we have a lot of young young veterans that have been at war for a long time. Right. And they're just now, a bunch of them are going to be home. And around 4th of July, some of them will stay home and they don't like fireworks and loud noises. And, mm-hmm. you know, don't be, don't be messing around their yards and crazy things like that. Don't be, you know, honor them by respecting them and, and remembering and help them, helping them to remember mm-hmm. the sacrifices made because those are things you just will not unsee. And those are things that you just will not, you will not ever forget. And, right. And I think that's the best thing for us to do is to not forget those that, that did what they had to do and, and took the chance and mm-hmm. so that we could do what we get to do. Well, you say uh, not forget, and that's something we've talked to you about uh, quite a bit here is that, once we forget something, we're, we're doomed to repeat it or, sure. or, you know, remembering history and those kinds of things. And that's, you know, this started for us in the States. I mean, early on with, mm-hmm. with war and um, kind of tragedy, uh, of course, with the civil war, you have brother and brother and families divided and uh, lots of different things there. And I think that's, if I remember correctly, that's sort of where, the idea of uh, Memorial Day or Decoration Day kind yeah, of started. Yeah, Decoration Day, I think so. I was reading a little bit um, that uh, the Memorial Day takes place at like 3 o'clock or something, at, at like an official remembrance, and I'm not sure where that came from. No, I did, I've never heard that. I think that maybe, like that. I'm not 100% <clears throat> sure either, but I know that they do special things at Arlington Cemetery with the Tomb of the Unknown and those kinds of things. And Yeah, that maybe is what pills. that is. Um, if you really want... Um, I encourage everyone to on PBS it's sometime over the weekend. I'm not sure they do a Memorial day concert mm. and they tell stories and they mm-hmm. do things. It is wonderful. And so if you get a chance, PBS, I know it's like channels 10 and 11 around here, but PBS does a really good Memorial day concert. You can go back and look at it. I'm not, Cause I even like PBS.org or something like we'll that. Have they play it, yeah. It. yeah. I'm sure yeah, you can so. find it online, but it's really good. Um, Really good. That's that's a really good way to, yeah, to do that. Yeah. So. And of course, uh, you know, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, it's it's also sort of a sign that summer's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, people open their pools and yeah, have yeah. barbecues and yeah. things. And I usually watch Top Gun on Memorial Day. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with doing any of those traditional things, <laughs> right. gathering, right, and and barbecuing first. Yeah. Is, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that's so, right. at all. Well, I just wanted to bring that up because we didn't really talk about it beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good, a good time for us. I, and I am, and we're so excited that all the soldiers, sailors, airmen, coasties and mm-hmm. space force hasn't gone anywhere yet, but <laughs> we're <laughs> hey, glad that we're, they're all we're launching nine or a rocket every nine days. Yeah. It, it won't be long for space force gets to do something. Right. <laughs> glad they're coming back home and some will always be deployed, but, um, you know, it's good to have them out of the field yep. as long yep. as we can. Yeah. So yep. good deal. 
Well, I'd be interested to hear uh, from anybody listening to this what you kind of thought of uh, some of our last podcasts, be they the mental health ones or um, otherwise. Just give us a shout out. And Patrick, how do they do that? Uh, they can email us at podcast at northsidejackson.com or they can DM us on our Instagram page, which is Northside Now Podcast. So either either of those, or you can hit each of us up on our individual socials and we yeah. are out there. Yeah, I'd love to hear from maybe somebody who uh, maybe doesn't even live in Jackson that listens to the podcast or you know, just something. Or you can just there. call the church office and leave me a message. <laughs> I want to talk to that Patrick guy. Let Patrick know what color pop ice you grabbed <laughs> when you were a kid <laughs> or now even. So what's your color? Let him know that he wants to know. When you said that, I thought you were talk- going to talk about the, um, I cannot remember the brand or whatever it was, but the, the push pop. Oh yeah. The, the push pops. The oh sherbet yeah. Ones. Oh yeah. I hadn't thought about that, that was in years. That was probably even more of a favorite for me than the Popeyes. What a horrible trick adults played on kids. <laughs> <laughs> you want some ice cream? Here's Why, some sure. sherbet. <laughs> Here's some sherbet. And you got to drink it through a toilet paper roller. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets all soggy by the time <laughs> it's done. But you know what? As a kid, I loved those of things. Course. I was not disappointed I mean, when I, I got one. Them too. I, I <laughs> still love them. Did y'all ever try to make things out of the little stick in the plunger? Well, we'd spin them. Yes. You know, we'd spin, spin them, them yeah. and see if they'd just kind of fly a little bit. But no. Yeah, we would. Uh, did you like build a rocket or something? Well, we tried to do all kinds of things with them. You know, we'd use them in different ways. Just try to. Try to put them together, you know. Nice. Like little kid Lincoln logs or something. <laughs> cool. This is long before Legos. I was going to say, I don't think we ever had enough to build no. anything out of it. We <laughs> get one maybe every other week or something like that, I remember. But those were awesome. They're still good. They're yeah. still good. And Jackson has many um, ice cream trucks yes. now. Yes. I mean, just like over the last couple of years, there's like four or five running around here now. So Now, are those uh, usually down like at the farmer's market or something? I know about the one out here north that that's that's ice. but Yeah, they kind of move around a well, lot. Yeah, and I'm talking, too, about the ones who are going through the neighborhoods with the, <gasps> oh, the, the rings. Yes. Oh, yeah, like the actual and, ice cream. Yeah, truck. we have several down with the music town. they play. Yeah. Yeah, it's yes. kind of interesting. So. Some look kind of scary. Some if, do. If oh, you're yeah. an ice cream truck proprietor, I'm not calling you out, but. But you should not have a kidnapper van as your ice cream I'm truck. telling you. <laughs> <laughs> or, or music that goes. <laughs> like warbly as it plays. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, we're sorry about that uh, kidnapper van, <laughs> ice cream truck people, but uh, yeah. It's like, you just have a little self-awareness. Like, come on. Yeah, really? Kids, make sure you go to that ice cream truck with your parents. <laughs> but that That's is right. uh, actually one of my retirement plans is to have an ice cream boat on the river. Ooh, now oh, that would be now a That's idea. actually, yep. just have the pontoon, put some, uh, put some, some deep freezers on, on there. there and people can come over. And there used to be one on the river close to Paraville. And um, there was some issues with tax money or something, I think, because oh, huh. the counties collide in the middle of the river mm-hmm. and they were upset about paying tax here and paying tax there. And I was like, come on, you, you know, poor person can't decide what side of the river on for every sale, you yeah. know? And yeah, but uh, what a great summertime job that would be passing out ice cream in a boat on the river. One of my that kids that is awesome. talked about when he was younger that he wanted to own like a, a dessert truck. That was yeah. ice cream and I don't know, some, some comment, he had some idea about the combination of tacos and ice cream. So I'm not sure 
what that was. Hey, that's our, uh, well, uh, no spoilers, but uh, <laughs> now Elizabeth's dad makes homemade ice cream. Yes. He is, it's called Papa B's homemade ice cream. We've been trying to convince him to get a to get a truck, and he does it well. He does. That's good stuff. I, I wish it was here in Jackson and not yes. over in South yes, Carolina. Me too. But, uh-huh. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm trying to get him to like franchise, so I can just get it here all the time. Why not? I mean, I'd, <laughs> I'd buy it. Oh yeah, I enjoy making ice cream. Homemade too. ice cream is the best, and his is really really good. Yeah. Now, up where I'm from is Amish country. We haven't talked about that too much, but um, I went to a, uh, what was it? It was an Amish like dinner. So they'd make something called haystacks and all kinds of things, but they had uh, homemade ice cream, but it was made from a, um, the churn was from a, like a steam engine or something. Oh, wow. Uh, what was it? A single, like single cylinder steam engine Yeah, that turned the crank and it, it had uh, a big old, you know, you've seen the, the older tractors that have the big belts yeah, uh, yeah, that are just turned by, uh, you know, a pulley and, but it was this whole big contraption that turned this <laughs> series of churns. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It was still great ice cream, but it was fun just to watch that process yeah. happen. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. That is very cool. I would like to try that. I, I'm hungry right now. I know. I'm <laughs> it's an ice time. cream guy. <laughs> yeah. What do we have coming but, up from a podcast perspective? We've got a couple of things, don't we? Well, we do. Uh, we are trying to get a few of our board leaders in here soon yeah. and yeah. have a conversation with them and visit with them. And some of the other ministries that we have, we're wanting to say hi to some of them as well. And we have your brother coming down the road here pretty soon. Yeah. So yeah, I think a good, uh, good opportunity to talk to someone we've mentioned in the past about the change, right? Yeah. And a lot yeah. of transition Wait, that we're I don't going think through. we've ever talked about change. On well, this we are now. <laughs> we're going to change that. Prove Patrick anyway. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no. I've started something. <laughs> I think you hashtag. have. <laughs> the new hashtag. But he's recently, he's a pastor, and he's recently gone through uh, some of the similar things we have as a church, but also in, in leadership. And so I think it'll be a cool opportunity to talk to someone connected to our church, but also that they would have a a good perspective on it. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. We'll uh, try and get that scheduled here in the, um, before it gets too late in the summer. And I'm going to tease this and it's an idea that I have had and I've not even shared with them. This is going to be an on air teasing that I'm going to share with y'all. Oh, uh, but hopefully before summer is over, we will have a live podcast one time oh yeah so we will have a live um a live podcast where you can interact with us uh during that but hopefully before school gets back going we can make that work may have to play with platform ideas a little bit but that'd be fun we did talk about that really early on yeah we Mm -hmm. did did. i think this would be a good time to do it before we move into a new season and and things like that so a live podcast hopefully by the end of summer sounds good get your questions ready yeah yeah Yeah. we can ask patrick all kinds of married questions then that's right oh that's true that's right that'd be good so yeah yeah. well i'm looking forward to it it's always uh, good to have a good conversation around stuff and i enjoy doing it with you guys and today was a good one so uh yeah it's been fun thanks for podcasting with me guys yeah my pleasure And thanks to all of you for listening and joining us this week on Northside Now. 
Make sure you visit our website, northsidejackson.com. Check us out on Instagram at Northside Now Podcast and shoot us an email at podcast at northsidejackson.com. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button. And while you're at it, if you find this show to be informative or entertaining, consider rating us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. So once again, this is Patrick. This is Glenn. This is Kevin. And that's what's happening at Northside Now. Northside Now.